to Truth Be Told, a weekly broadcast brought to you by Brother Edwards, the mail carrier for the Lord. I'm so glad that you are here with me today. I am uh, so delighted to be a voice for the Most High God. I thank you for taking the time out of your day uh, to spend a little time with the Lord because it is so important that we give him time because time belongs to him we belong to him we were created by him he knows us better than we know ourselves so we should spend as much time as we possibly can with him i like to call this segment also a the church with no walls we are worshiping all over the world together and that is a wonderful thing. This technology sometimes uh, comes in handy. We can reach so many people on behalf of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. Let us uh, begin talking about uh, what we will be doing uh, for this period of time that God has given us. And what I want us to do is to get your Bibles out and just go over to Proverbs chapter 9. Okay, Proverbs chapter 9. And uh, beginning with verse 10, <clears throat> beginning with verse 10 is where we're going to begin our lesson. Uh, because what I want to try to establish is a beginning point where we uh, learn wisdom and and wisdom is is something that we uh, dearly need uh, the Bible speaks of it uh, quite often uh, even where we are today Proverbs chapter 9 in my Bible it's uh, titled the way of wisdom but I'm going to go down to 10 because we need to have a beginning point. You know, in the beginning was the word, and you know, in Genesis 1, God created. And so we have a beginning here in our lives. And I know that you have began this year and you've been doing many things. And I pray that these things that you have been doing have been bringing you closer to God. The Bible tells us that we need to always be looking forward, never look in the back. I don't have that scripture handy, but those of you who are my uh, blessed brothers and sisters, you, you'll find that scripture. And if I, if you don't find it, I'll get it for you. Uh, I want to give you something real quick while the Lord is pushing it through my mind is I have a personal email address uh email it's truth be told uh 59 at gmail.com but it's going to be t t r u t h b t o l d 59 at gmail.com now you give me questions and and things about uh your spiritual walk this is not a a gossip email section this is for us to grow spiritually together t-t-r-u-t-h-b-t-o-l-d 59 at gmail.com and that's where you can shoot me those spiritual questions and things you want to discuss on our podcast as well as my um web page well my facebook web page uh, videos that i'll be uh, again shooting too but we have to have a beginning so let's begin here together it says here the fear 
<clears throat> Excuse me. The fear of the Lord is the beginning of wisdom. And the knowledge of the Holy One is understanding. The fear of the Lord is the beginning of wisdom. And the knowledge of the Holy One is understanding. Fear of the Lord is the beginning. Know the beginning point of wisdom. The beginning point of wisdom, it is the fear of the Lord. Trusting and knowing the Holy God. The fear of the Lord is the prerequisite to wisdom. And there is no wisdom apart from fearing, trusting, and knowing the Lord. It is the knowledge of the Holy One that opens the door to understanding wisdom's truth. Knowledge is derived from the Hebrew word yada, to know by experience. To know by experience. Now, let's see. To know knowledge is derived from the Hebrew word yada, to know by experience. So what do we know by experience? Mm, what do we know? Well, we do know in our everyday lives that if we run a red light, <laughs> we're going to get a ticket. We know that by experience, most of us, meaning, you know, we know that fire is hot by experience. So we have some knowledge of those things is what I'm looking at when I when I see this word being said, it is to know by experience. A man, excuse me, I, I misread that. It says, and unto man, he said, behold, the fear of the Lord. That is wisdom, and to depart from evil is understanding. Job twenty-eight twenty-eight. Now, what I was reading was some thoughts that we we had, and I shared with uh, some of these uh, studies that I've been doing on this. Um, not a real in-depth study on it because understanding fear would be my first step. And let's see <clears throat> if we can. Get us a working uh, uh, definition of fear uh, by doing this little quick Bible word study. Okay, so now if I go into a a, a Hebrew word, looking up this fear, okay, it gives me several different usage of the word fear. Okay. But now let's see if we can find our usage of the word real quick. Now we may not, we may or may not, but we'll we'll see if we can if we can do that. Because fear an emotional foreboding or dread of impending distress or misfortune. <clears throat> Spoken of as the source of religion. Okay. Now let's go back. Emotional foreboding or dread of impeding distress or misfortune, period. And it says often spoken of as the source of religion. So yet fear alone can never account for true religion. Since men are impelled to draw near unto God, the object of their worship 
one does not desire to come close to the thing, to the being he fears, okay? He does not desire to come close to the thing he fears. But now, would that be the right kind of fear? Because we want to draw near to God, doesn't it? See, the fear that we, we speak of a lot of times in our walk is respect, the fear and the respect. So it's that knowing that God can do what he says he can do. Okay, he didn't he didn't have to prove it to me, even though he has, he doesn't have to. Okay, because he is to be respected. He is to be awed. He we should stand in awe and respect and in silence when God's presence is around us. Be still and know that I am God is what scripture says tells us see causing or likely to cause fear fright or alarm especially because of dangerous quality we're not looking for that kind of fear but but in order for you to walk in newness of god as we're going to get to that scripture too in romans not today but if you're going to do it, you have to believe that what they say or what God says or what whoever you're following is saying, they can back it up. Because if you don't believe that, if you don't have the fear of that, then you won't do what they say do. Now, let's just be realistic. If there is no repercussions for some of us, we're going to continue to do that which is wrong. Many of us have experienced, experienced incarceration, and now it doesn't bother them, those people now. So there's no fear of that. So there's no, there's no stoppage. So we, we, we say we want to gather wisdom, and the fear of the Lord is the beginning of wisdom. Then if I fear God, if I respect God, if I have awe and reverence of God, because I know that if God says, I will do this. He will do it. And if there's some uh, a punishment from it, then I will receive that punishment and there's nothing I can do about it. Then my walk will be different. Do you understand what I'm saying? My walk will be different. Okay, so if I'm, I'm I gotta have, I'm wise enough now to understand that I've gotta have fear for God in order for me to gather wisdom. Now, wisdom in in verse one of chapter nine, it says, "Wisdom has built her house; she has hewn out her seven pillars; she has slaughtered her meat; she has mixed her wine; she has also furnished her table." She has sent out her maidens. She cries out from the highest places of the city. Whoever is simple, let him turn in here. <clears throat> As for him who lacks understanding, she says to him, come eat of my bread and drink of the wine I have mixed. Forsake foolishness and live and go in the way of understanding. Okay, now that's down to verse 6, okay? So now let's let's bag up here and look at a couple of these verses here, okay? In, in a little more detail, okay? Now remember we're gaining wisdom. Now the, the fear of the Lord is the beginning of 
wisdom okay it is the beginning of wisdom now for there's been there's this 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 book this wise path of life okay the 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 heed the call of wisdom not of folly or foolishness now we're trying we're, we're gonna we're gonna move away from folly and foolishness and we're gonna be move closer to wisdom okay because this is what we want okay solomon has taught his son about the importance of wisdom and the dangers of folly chapter 9 is his conclusion to these lessons as he closes his instructions he frames wisdom and folly in a new setting they are hostesses serving a meal to guests in their homes chapter 9 is a study in contrast Solomon presents us with these things to feast to hostesses, to groups of guests, to ways of life, to results. So this 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 is organized in a, in a wonderful way. Okay, it is the fitting climax to Solomon's instructions. Now I'm gonna give you all this information because my Bible teaches me, and my Bible is the Word of God. He says, "My people perish for lack of knowledge," and that's why this title is "The Truth Be." told you will hear the truth about our lord and savior about our father in heaven and what he requires of us whether we agree with it or not this is the starting point of that new life so now this go back to scripture now reveals that she is the source of life giving nourishment she being wisdom okay for those who sit at her table this is what she's giving you life giving nourishment now in contrast folly's feast is full of poison those who order from her menu choose death so this is the wise path of life understand the heed the call of wisdom not of folly or foolishness now i'm coming to you uh from my uh preacher outline and sermon serving bible oh man i just really enjoy using uh these things because there's a there's points sometimes that i i miss uh when i'm reading and they they, they kind of bring them out or leads me down a path that have me asking questions that i may have not asked i really enjoy it now so let's do this let's take one and two together we got accept wisdom's call okay one through 12 reject folly's call 13 through 18 so at first we want to accept wisdom's call remember now the fear of the lord is the beginning of wisdom okay and the knowledge of the holy one is understanding so when we accept wisdom's call which is, is solomon makes one final plea for his son to accept wisdom's call in chapter one solomon describes wisdom's call to rescue people from the highway to hell okay let's 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 go over there and read those verses, a few of them. It says, wisdom crieth without, excuse me, Proverbs chapter 1, verse 20 through 33. Give me a chance to get, even to get you a chance to get there. I get, sometimes I get a little going here. That's why I have to do one for the, the camera so that I can move instead of sitting here and be still. Now, you ready? Okay. Verse 20, we should read down to verse 25 maybe. Okay. Proverbs chapter 1. 
Okay, 20 through 20 through 33. And this is all going along with our, our main verse, which is Proverbs chapter 9, verse 10. Okay, wisdom crieth without. She uttereth her voice in the streets. She crieth in the chief place of concourse, in the openings of the gates. In the city she uttereth her words, saying, How long, ye simple ones, will ye love simplicity? And the scorners delight in their scorning, and fools hate knowledge. Turn you at my reproof. Behold, I will pour out my spirit unto you. I will make known my words unto you. Verse 24. Because I have called and ye refused, I have stretched out my hand and no man regarded. But ye have set at naught all my counsel and would none of my reproof. I also will laugh at your calamity. I will mock when your fear cometh. When your fear cometh as desolation and your des and your excuse me destruction cometh as a whirlwind, when distress and anguish cometh upon you, then shall they cry upon me. Excuse me, ooh, they gonna do that. They gonna cry, yes, but twenty eight says, Then shall they call upon me, but I will not answer. They shall seek me early, but they shall not find me. For that they hated knowledge and did not choose the fear of the Lord. They would none of my counsel. They despise all my reproof. Therefore shall they eat of the fruit their own way and be filled with their own devices. Ooh, now you tell me something. If that ain't going on right now, that's not our title for the day now. So we're going to go back. Now, this was going with Solomon's described wisdom call to rescue people from the highway to hell. That's what we just were reading. That's what we were reading in Proverbs chapter 1, verse 20 through 33. Now, God calls people to salvation through the wisdom of the cross. Now, now let's see. First Corinthians chapter one, verses 18 through 25. First, first Corinthians chapter one, 18 through 25. For the preaching of the cross is to them that perish foolishness. But unto us which are saved, it is the power of God. For it is written, I will destroy the wisdom of the wise and will bring to nothing the understanding of the prudent. Where is the wise? Where is the scribe? Where is the disputer of this world? Hath not God made foolish the wisdom of this world? For after that, in the wisdom of God, the world by wisdom knew not God. It pleased God by the foolishness of preaching to save them that believe. See, to some people, what you and I do and what we believe makes no sense to them. But let's go back now. Wisdom. Wisdom. Now, I, I need to do something real quick, though, because if I don't, I don't feel like you would have gotten the best that I could give you today. So what I want to do is I want to make really real, real, real sure that wisdom is something that we um, understand too. So let's get us a definition of wisdom. I know most of you say, oh, I know what wisdom is. I know. Okay, well, anyway, just go along with me, okay? The quality of having experience knowledge, and good judgment, 
the quality of being wise. Listen to his words of wisdom. As the soundness of an action or decision with regard to the application of experience, knowledge, and good judgment. Sentence, a running sentence. Some question the wisdom of building the dam so close to an active volcano. Okay. Another word is plural noun wisdoms, uh, the body of knowledge and principle that develops within a specific society or period. Now, let's go back. The fear of the Lord is the beginning of wisdom. Wisdom, the quality of having experience, knowledge, and good judgment, the quality of being wise. So how do we get uh, have, how do we get knowledge and have good judgment? Well, we get knowledge through reading and studying God's word. Okay, now what what is what is what is what is knowledge? Now wait a minute. Let's let's do one more, and then we won't go too far with the uh, with the definitions. But I just want to make sure that we that we understand. Okay, knowledge. Okay, because we got wisdom, but what is this thing called knowledge? Okay, well knowledge says this: facts, information and skills acquired by a person through experience or education. Now, wait a minute. The beginning of wisdom. The fear of the Lord is the beginning of wisdom, and the knowledge of the Holy One is understanding. Now, knowledge, we said now, is basically we got facts, information, and skills that we acquire through experience or through education. Now, when we go back over to wisdom, wisdom says the quality of having experience, knowledge. Whoop, there's that word knowledge. So somewhere in here, then between the, this knowledge, we've got some experience, then, didn't we? So we know something. I tell you what, I've got a lot of wisdom. I got knowledge of what happens through me being dis disrespectful at home because that I've, I've experienced it. I've experienced what happens to you when you don't do what you're told at my house when I was growing up. I experienced that. I have knowledge of that. I understand that. I'm wise in that area. But what did that tell me to do? Then it says that if that was the reason you got that whipping, then you should not break another glass in the house. See, I, I understand and I'm wise to that, so that means I shouldn't do that anymore. Well, throughout Scripture, God teaches us things. He says, I don't want you to lie. I don't want you to fornicate. And I don't want you to, to murder because mur murder is simply disliking your brother for no reason at all. So, but when I, when I gain this thing, he says, the big fear of the Lord. Now, why would I be, why would I take this wisdom and knowledge that I've gained through experience and apply it to my life is because I fear the Lord. I respect the Lord. I love him so much that I'll do what he wants me to do more than I'll do for myself because I have an understanding. I have wisdom and knowledge of what happens to those of us who serve him and those who do not. How did I gain that wisdom? By studying his word. It says the Old Testament is there for our learning. Okay, so I'm learning as I grow. Now, what I'm doing with this information is I believe it to be so. Why? Because I have fear of the Lord. And now I can begin to be wise. I can begin to have knowledge.
and where I can have knowledge and understanding. And then I can grow in God. See, let's look at a, a scripture here. It says, she, uh, uh, verse. I think we stopped at six. Yes, verse seven says, he who corrects a scoffer gets shame for himself. Okay, watch these things now. And he who rebukes a wicked man only harms himself. Do not correct a scoffer, lest he hate you. Rebuke a wise man, and he will love you. Now, wait a minute. We got two different things going on here. We got the rebuke of a wise man, and it says he's going to love you. But scoffers, in other words, people who don't want to grow, don't want to learn, then don't waste time with him. Okay, don't don't waste time with those people. They don't want to learn. They don't want to go. All they're going to do is get mad and argue with you. Now, some of you sitting there going saying, you know what? I got somebody right now. I know that that's what we do every time. I Don't try to correct everybody. Okay, you cannot correct everybody. Do not reprove. I'm going to read that again. Do not reprove or rebuke a mocker, someone who is unteachable and filled with pride. Jesus similarly instructed his followers in Matthew 7 and 6. Give not that which is holy unto the dogs, neither cast ye your pearls before swine, lest they trample them under their feet and turn again and rend you. These are prideful people. These are people who are unteachable. You can't tell them nothing. So, uh, in other words, don't worry about it. God will take care that you've done your part by trying to tell them. Scorners, those plain people, will despise both the message and the messenger, bearing wisdom's instructions, okay? Many people will reject God's wisdom. They will never tolerate or listen to the truth. They just won't do it. They will not do it. So don't beat yourself up. The fear of, of the Lord is the beginning of wisdom. A good understanding have all they that do his commandments. His praise endure forever. As Psalms 111 verse 10. Rewards, wisdom rewards her followers and judges mockers. Yes, that, yes she does. Yes, she does. Let me, let me see if we can touch back. Yeah, we got a little time here. Every person must bear the consequences of the choices he or she makes in life. Let me say that again. Every person must bear the consequences of the choices he or she makes in life. On one hand, wise choices produce good fruit. On the other hand, foolish choices result in decay and death. For those who fear the Lord and accept wisdom's invitation, act wisely. This fruit is sweet. Wisdom rewards her friends with long life. Many days in additional years. We're gonna we're gonna we're gonna have to about look at some of these scriptures here. Let's go back up here to the fruit is sweet. We go to uh, Proverbs chapter nine, eleven, twelve. Proverbs chapter nine, eleven, twelve. For by me thy days shall be multiplied, and the years of thy life shall be increased. If thou be wise, thou shalt be wise for thyself. 
But if thou scornest, thou alone shall bear it. Amen. Now, let's look at a couple of more scripture, many days and additional years. Remember now, wisdom, longevity. The Bible says in Proverbs chapter 3, verse 2, For length of days and long life, and peace shall they add to thee. Now, this is what wisdom is going to do for you. So you want to grab hold of wisdom. Brothers and sisters, you want to grab hold of wisdom because ultimately the number of our days is in God's hand okay Listen, let me let me verify that for you in James come on James don't hold me up now James chapter 4 verse 13 through 15 James chapter 4 verse 13 through 15 go to now yea ye, <laughs> ye that say today or tomorrow we will go into such a city and continue there a year, and buy and sell, and get gain, whereas ye know not what shall be on the morrow. For what is your life? It is even a vapor that appeareth for a little time, and then vanisheth away. For that ye ought to say, if the Lord will, we shall live and do this or that. You remember when we were growing over here, growing up, folks said, if the Lord's will, if the Lord's will, well, see that now that makes sense to me as I'm that age now. I don't know if I'm gonna be there tomorrow. I can't say that I'm gonna get up in the morning and I'm going to work and I'm gonna do this and I'm gonna do that. I can say this: if the Lord's will, if it's His will, because I'm, I'm. Let's close with this: you belong to God. You are a pawn in His hand. and we have to accept the fact that we're not in control of our lives. We have a choice. To choose Jesus or choose the world, you remember they chose Barabbas over Jesus. So if you choose Barabbas over Jesus, then that's the choice you made where there's a path that that's going to lead you down. If I choose Jesus, there's a path that's going to lead me back to him. And that's the way it is. Well, this is Brother Edwards, uh, the, the, the mail carrier for the Lord. I'm so glad you're with me. I'll be back uh, with another lesson uh, for you on uh, Wednesday. Uh, Lord's will <laughs> on Wednesday Lord's will my prayer is to all of those who are listening to the sound of my voice that God will bless and keep you and that something is said on the program that will lead you to a congregation that you're near to uh, if you're out and about and you want to know where there are some congregations that you can go to hey you can shoot me an email remember T-T-R-U-T-H B-T-O-L-D 59 at gmail.com that's the truth be told at gmail.com and all you're doing is just using the letters and spelling out told T-O-L-D thank you again and may the words of my mouth and the meditation of my heart be acceptable in thy sight O Lord you're my strength and you're my redeemer thank you God bless mm-hmm.